3: We'll
4: always do follow the money. That's what I always say. You Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on
5: VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort Casino. On Mondays at this time throughout the entire football season, Michael Lombardi joins the program, three time Super Bowl winning executive and a host right here on VSIN. Michael, good morning as always. Thanks for the time. I want to begin with this. Um, and I said it in the first hour today, if you had to point the finger at one person or one thing, why the Chargers are not in the playoffs, what, what do you think that one thing would be?
4: Oh, I think it's fairly clear. I think Brendan Staley's inability to improve their defense has been the most disappointing aspect of the whole season. We, everybody gets caught up with his horrendous and malpractice decisions to go for it on fourth down, which to me, you know, every single owner I've worked for, Eddie DeBartolo, Art Modell, Jeff Florey, you know, any of those, uh, Robert Kraft, particularly Mr. Al Davis, you know, some of those decisions are fireable. They're fireable. I mean, if he would have done that with the Barlow, I mean, it would have been fireable. It's just not smart. But let's separate that. Let's let's focus on the fact that they're 29th in points allowed this year, that they are the worst third down defense evidenced by the third and 23 conversion. I mean, basically what the Chargers are are exactly the same team as they were last year. Only Anthony Lynn coached them better. Oh, wow. Wow. I I, I know that's hard to digest, but Gus Bradley's defense of numbers were significantly better than Staley's defensive numbers. Now, Staley gets a break because he's it on fourth down and the analytical community embraces him as a genius coach. But he's given up 171 points in the fourth quarter. 171 points in the fourth quarter. We made fun of Anthony Lynn when he did that. We embrace, we embrace Staley. We made fun of Anthony Lynn because of his incompetence. We embrace Staley. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's really, really, I, I think it's it's somewhat tragic that we don't really understand it. I mean, we don't even pay attention to it. You, 173 points allowed in the fourth quarter.
6: What'd you think of the timeout on, before the on the final drive there?
4: I did not have as much of a problem with the timeout because I do think the Raiders were going to try to score. Now, I don't think the Raiders were going to try to run the ball, throw the ball. I don't. I think the Raiders were going to say, look, we got one of the best field goal kickers outside of Justin Tucker in the league Mm -hmm. in Carlson, so he can make a 60-yarder. We can't lose yards here. We can't take a sack. We can't let Carr beat us here, and I think it might have been a right timeout just to get your defense organized, but once again, you know, they can't stop the run. They're one of the worst run defenses. We know this in all of football. They're 28th in yards attempted. They're 30th in yards. I mean, just look at the, just be, just be honest with yourself and look at the Chargers' numbers. They're horrendous defensively. And he gets covered up by how great Herbert is.
5: Uh, I would totally agree with yes. that. Like, what would, what would the talking point be on Staley if he did have a subpar quarterback or a guy who was not as good as Herbert? Looking ahead, to the round one playoff numbers and the matchups. Is there a game that you like, uh, like a matchup with one team going against another?
4: Well, I I think, look, I I think all these teams, with the exception of Pittsburgh, I think every team could win. Uh, You know, it could go either way. And so with that being said, obviously I'm going to like a lot of the dogs this week, but I do think weather's going to be a factor. Now, weather's not going to be a factor in Tampa or Dallas. It will be a factor in Kansas City. It certainly will be a factor in Buffalo, where, you know, I checked this morning, it's going to be 18 with snow showers and wind, and Cincinnati will be a factor. But I do think when you when you break these teams down, the familiarity between the Patriots and the Bills is going to really benefit. And, and I do think that the Raiders, if they can run the football effectively and keep Burrow from making plays down the field, they'll have a chance. That line at six and a half seems a little tall to me.
6: The Monday night game's intriguing, right? I mean, my God, Arizona, what an opportunity they missed. But maybe they were better off, as Mitch said. They've lost five straight home games. They get a touchdown, defensive touchdown, on the first play of the game. They can't stop Seattle. They can't stop the run. And now they're taking on the Rams, and you know, you can rip Staley. You're exactly right. But how about McVay? But McVay did a
4: terrible job. He, he gives up points at the end of the half like it's nobody's business and nobody mentions it because we're so busy focusing on when Sean McVay has a lead at halftime, he's undefeated. Well, we, we could stop talking about that now, right? We yeah. can fill that conversation. I mean, look, the Cardinals, you know, yesterday Seattle with nothing to play for, they're playing for their Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, they scored 30 points in this game, 14 of them really the defense scored. Half of the points came from the defense. The first play of the game, and then I mean Russell threw a horrendous interception that got it back to the four. I mean, other than yeah. I mean, they really can't move. They can't score. You know, that's the other factor. If you really not to jump back here, but when have the Raiders ever been explosive on offense? I mean, they went into Cleveland and scored sixteen points. <laughs> I mean, they, you know they gave up thirty-five to a very. They scored seventeen against a fifteen against Washington. We're talking about of the, this offense can't score, and yet they play, they play the Chargers, and they put up 35. <laughs> and like you said, they did it without Waller and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, Seriously, I mean, before that, the last time they scored in the 30s was the pass interference game on Thanksgiving Day.
6: Yeah, seven of their last can, nine. Yeah. yeah, 17 points or fewer. Seven of their last nine games, they right. right. shut down Renfro and Waller, right. and you still give up 35 points. How about the Indy collapse? How about Wentz?
4: Well, I mean, I've called Wentz Ricky Fowler all year because, you know, he could be in the tournament, but he's going to shoot 75 on Sunday. Now, if he's not in the tournament, if he's not in the tournament, if he's way out, he'll shoot 67 on Sunday. You know, I mean, that's when it's at his best. You know, Ricky, you know, 20 strokes behind in the Masters, you can count on a 66. But if he's one stroke behind, you count on a 76, right?
1: <laughs> you know, that's not
4: bad, right? And that's the same thing with Carson Wentz. I mean, you could count on Carson Wentz when, you know, when it doesn't matter, I'll play great. When it matters, uh oh, the ball's tight. I mean, how bad was that yesterday? I mean, seriously, how bad did he play? I mean, to go in there and just lay down in the last two games of the year the way they did. Now, one of them, to me, I, you know, i I've, i, I, I Matt Ibraflus, the defensive coordinator for this Colts, he gets every job interview. I don't understand it. The Colts defense never impresses me and never gains control. I mean, Jacksonville looked like a powerhouse yesterday. They scored 26 points against them. I mean, and everybody alerted it. Everybody said it. And for me, it's one of the biases I have that I have to work on over the next year. I I watched the tape of Jacksonville getting humiliated by New England, and I thought there's just no way. Mm -hmm. There's just no way. But they played the run really well. And and Lawrence was very good again, you know, making every single throw. I mean, look, let's face it, they, the Colts don't deserve to go to the playoffs. When you no. lose the last two games of the season, you don't deserve. I mean, I don't want to watch Pittsburgh, frankly. I mean, I, I mean watching Ben Roethlisberger play at this time in his career is one of the most painful things we can ever experience as a football. It's it's
5: painful. It's, it's rough. It's painful. Yep. Yeah. I,
4: I mean, I would rather watch Indy than them, but they don't deserve it. Give you know, and, and we're not he's not gonna get coach of the year but you give anybody Mike Tomlin's team
5: and tell me how they win nine games. That's a great point. Yep. Yep, it really is. Did a hell of a job. Uh, Early lean in the Cowboys-Niners game? I like the Niners and
4: I like the Niners and lay and take the points. I mean, look, the Niners are not great in the secondary, but the defensive front can create some problems. I don't think because they scored 51 against the B unit of the Eagles makes me more comfortable with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And I think that they can run the ball. One thing I do know, Dan Quinn had Kyle Shanahan on his coaching staff. Can they both know each other? I think Kyle will know what, how to run the football effectively. And, you know, look, you can say whatever you want about Garoppolo. He makes enough plays for them to win. And with a bad thumb, he did it. I think he can throw the ball on the secondary. I would suspect they go after, you know, Anthony Brown pretty much most of the game. He'll be back off the coast of the list. I think it's a close game. You know, I think it's going to be a really mm-hmm. close game. And as we've seen in the past, when Shanahan's a dog, he's pretty good.
6: What are you hearing today? How many guys could get whacked?
4: Well, I think we're, you know, I think it's definitely over in Chicago, Minnesota. You know, yesterday there was a report about Pete. I do think there's conversations in, in Seattle, but the way Pete behaved yesterday, the way he was really engaging the players, I think somebody must have told him he's coming back. I, I don't expect Wilson to get traded. I really don't. I, I think this is a, a, a story that the media has created and doesn't want it to die for clicks. I really think he doesn't, isn't going to get traded. I'd be shocked if that happened because who are who's going to quarterback Seattle? They don't even have a first round pick this year. Uh-huh. You know, Pete's, Pete's too old to rebuild. He wants to reload, not rebuild. So I, I definitely think we'll see Minnesota. I definitely think we'll see Chicago. Look, the giants, oh. when you, when you run quarterback sneak on third and six and uh-huh. your program is as bad as that is, I don't know how do you come back, but, but that's the New York football giants for you. I mean, they need an intervention. The last time they had an intervention was the Miracle in the Meadowlands. That forced change. We didn't get that this year, so we're not going to see change. There'll be a surprise somewhere. I really think there will be, but I think today it, it'll really come down to, you know, Minnesota, Chicago, Denver's already open, and Jacksonville's open, and we and the Raiders are still going to be open even though they made the playoffs.
0: Yeah.
5: All right, pal. We're going to be watching later on today, noon Eastern, for the Little Marty line right here on VEASAN. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Yep. There you go. Uh, Okay, Uh, Judge may have uh, done himself in between the bizarre post-game presser and then that bleep show yesterday. Yeah, and then uh, there was reports Cully could be in trouble.
5: Okay, uh, so that that was was a surprise. Yeah, that one's weird because I did hear on a TV broadcast. I think it was last week of one of the games that they already agreed or said that Cully's going to come back. I know. I apologize if I got,
6: but I think it was Jay Glazer who said he's out. Someone said he was out yesterday. But
5: then they went out and played hard and almost won the game. And uh, they really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion or on your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Email is always open, ftm at vSyn.com. Send us uh, thoughts on uh, what you saw yesterday, the Sunday night game with the Chargers and the Raiders, uh, Staley's decision to go for, well, to take the timeout and to go for it on 4th and 1 at the uh, their own 18-yard line. Up next, we will get into the opening numbers for the NFL playoffs and a little bit more on uh, something we've touched on already. But we've watched football for a long, long time. It may have been the first time we've ever seen this happen yesterday in a sport uh, in this game. We'll tell you what it was coming up next.
4: Betting
6: Network. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new big game, big dance special. get all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now, get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming big game in College Hoops betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, VEASAN.com slash big deal.
5: To sign up today. So I went to a sports book yesterday. I love going to a sports book on week 18 or the final week of the regular season to watch all the games. And, you know, with all the games on at the same exact time, you're going to miss some plays here and there, no question. But I happen to have my eyes on the uh, Giants football team game at the exact right time. <laughs> yes. And I could not figure out what I'm looking at as they're lining up. I'm thinking to myself, that looks like almost it's a reverse wishbone. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm looking at the screen. It says third and nine with five minutes to go. And you're at your five yard line. Like what kind of formation is this? I'm watching it live as it unfolds, and sure is, you know what? Judge called. It was, a, it was basically a half-quarterback kneel, half-quarterback sneak is what it was. And I'm just I'm amazed at it. And I'm like, what, what did I miss? What happened before this? Um, or what, are the broadcast, what What's the broadcast uh, crew saying right now? What happened? I have to know. And then Judge just told people after the game, yeah, it's, uh, I, I need a room for my punter there. I don't think you I've ever seen that before in my entire life, Paul. You can't
6: be – no, I no, right. You haven't. Of course, there's a reason why. This guy has to go. He's in over his head. It's just it's, – it's enough already. It's been so bad the last two weeks. Well, actually, the last couple months. Uh, losing six in a row, you can't compete, and the offense is so bad. That is just – again, on his watch, his area of expertise, special teams bad. What happened with that decision, the bizarre press conference, making stuff up, 11 minutes, guys call me every
5: week, I got to be – okay mm mm-hmm. it, it, Come on. You got a clean house. Yep. So of course he was asked about that decision after the game. Here you go. Here is the Giants head coach. So
4: we're backed up. We had a shot on the play action to get the ball out in the flat. Okay, we got to make the throw and hit the guy right there. Eli was open there. Would have been a good shot coming off the you know the goal line there to get us some yardage and get some space. And then ultimately, look, we're backed up. I want to get room. We're gonna push it all forward. I wasn't gonna live through what happened last last week in Chicago. So we're gonna give ourselves room for the punt. We did that. We gave ourselves room for the punt. We protected it. We covered well. We played the field position situation I want to play. We held them on
5: the next drive. And that's the way we want to go ahead and play that. Now, it's just, it's well, a, give room. Him, 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 what do you, you got a yard. Give the guy room. It's a baffling decision followed by an even more baffling answer by him. Remember, this is the same guy who earlier this year said, we need to get our punter established early. It's going to be a big day today for our punter. That's right. He actually said those words. Yes, he did. An NFL head coach. The fans deserve better. And boy, were they furious.
6: I mean, this has just been year- garbage. It's been a bleep show. And New York fans deserve better, too. At least there's hope with the Jets. They showed a lot of fight. They should have beat Tampa. They're in that game. Wilson got better. There's hope with the Jets. There's no hope with the Giants. Oh, none. And you, you got to be kidding yourself if you bring this guy back. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, it's a travesty.
5: Uh, come on. No, I totally agree. Okay, uh, email here, ftmadvcin.com. This is from Rich up in Canada. Said, boys, I was uh, all over the plus three and the money line for the Raiders for one simple reason. It's the Chargers. Horrible play calling and stupid penalties are the norm, no matter if it's brother Lynn or this analytics clown Prince Staley. His words, not mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't go forward on fourth and two from your own 20 to three point game and completely stick a dagger in your own team's momentum? My simple rule when in doubt, fade the Chargers when they need the game. Yeah. Probably rich in Canada. Yeah, they were five of six on fourth down.
6: But that was just a bizarre time to, to go for it there. Uh, but that's, you know, the, the fumbled punt. the, spe- the, uh, the uh, That was the killer on the punt. Again, that's, he handed them points. The P.I. call was bad. Uh, I, that's another, here's another one. And, and I guess because they still went to overtime, it didn't matter. How does James not jump on the fumble after the sack by Bosa? Okay, yeah. I mean that's another one. I was mm-hmm. like, how do you not? They just invent and find ways to lose. Yep. And it's been that way for a long time. Yep. Even with Schottenheimer, they were fourteen and two. Good size favorite, Brady coming to town, lost that game. Yep. Drop interceptions.
5: Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be aggressive, Marty, in this game and go. In Well, t- I'm telling you, like in in any sport, and I would love to get some f- uh, feedback on this. In any sport, I'll, I will ballpark it around going back to like 2005, 2006. Has a team in any sport had this much talent repeatedly and done basically nothing nope. with it? Nope. It's the Chargers every single year, last 15, 16, 17 years. And Herbert's amazing. They got a lot of talent on this team. Ton of talent.
6: Well, it's ownership, too. I mean, that's look at, I mean, the, the Giant fans that I mentioned deserve better. And you had uh, Hanley, some bad coaches there. Larry, the cable guy, calling the plays. Right. McAdoo. They hired McAdoo. That the Denny's yep. menu in front of them, mm-hmm. but it also goes go back to Norv Turner, Anthony Lynn. Now this guy, that's a great job. That was a who wouldn't want to live in San Diego, of course. And then still you go to Los Angeles and you get the brand new stadium and a great quarterback. Yep. and Staley was the guy. Was the think about that? The guy was the favorite to win Coach of the
5: Year before we kicked off and played one game. Sure. So you're going to hear about that timeout all day today and potentially all week. There's no question. What were the Raiders thinking? Again, Carr t- uh, Derek Carr told Michelle Defoya after the game, that timeout did in fact change our strategy. Um, it's been talked about now for a good, you know, nine, ten hours after the game. Here's their head coach, Rich Bisaccia, uh, Bisaccia talking about the potential of playing for a tie.
4: Yeah, it was, it was a conversation we were talking about. It. You know, I don't know if you know, we ran the ball there and they didn't call a timeout. So I think they were probably thinking the same thing, you know. And then, then we had the big run to there. And when we got the big run and got us what we thought was field advantageous field goal position for us, we were going to take the field goal and try to win it. But we were certainly talking about it on the sideline. We wanted to see if they were going to call a timeout or not on that run. They didn't, so we thought they were thinking the same thing. And then we popped the run in there and gave us a chance to kick the field goal to win it. Yeah.
5: So there you go.
4: His yeah. own words. Yeah, of course they popped the run. I mean,
6: that, that, that's the Chargers. Like, What do you think they're going to do? Why do you sell out to stop the run on first down? It's a jailbreak, and then you don't you don't on second, and you can't. What do you think they're going to run? And then who knows what happens? Because before the timeout, they're in shotgun. Uh, what they were going to do, the Raiders. And then who's to say he doesn't try a, a 55 or 56-yard field goal at the gun? Guy's got a big leg, and he hasn't missed a field goal in that stadium. Carlson's been money. But that's – Lombardi nailed it. I mean, they, seven of their – before last night, seven of their last nine games, they couldn't score more than 17 points. Mm-hmm.
1: And yet and, here and, they and are. They, they,
5: they light up the Chargers. They won four straight to actually get into the playoffs then and backdoor in. And again, if you miss this earlier, the light, this is, again, part of the reason why I wanted to see it and so many others did as well. I, hell, I bet the overtime multiple ways last night. It made a lot of sense, right? Books across the country were going to get dinged hard on this. Several books talked about seven-figure losses. I, I know here at Circa, Jeff Benson, behind the counter here, basically said it's the only thing I'm hearing all day long is the, the, the number at the window or on the app that everybody's betting. And I know at one spot it opened up at 50-1, to 1, dropped all the way down to 11. The first time I saw a number here at Circa, it was 16-1, to 1, but it kept, there's no way it opened 16. I can't imagine that. Why'd you bet it? Well, because of the, the possibility here of this actually yeah. being a thing. But I, okay, but they didn't,
6: they didn't try That would have been hilarious. Well, no, they of course. Were you surprised they didn't do it in overtime? That he didn't didn't do what go go for a tie? Yeah, we didn't have like run run punt run run punt or kneel kneel. I mean, it's who knows things change. I mean, right. how, That's the other thing. How does Goodell get mad? You can because before the game was like, there's no way this would happen to be a double forfeit, whatever. And I know a lot of people who had big tickets were saying, okay, this is this makes no sense. You got to play for the tie and everything. It's a great discussion, but it's like right. this is Peter King nailed it. You, no one's ever, no coach has ever been in that position before where you had to consider something
5: like. That. Oh, I, by the way, I got a great tweet on this last night. I think it was from uh, Michael who said. Could you ever imagine that you'd call betting a tie and not winning it a bad beat? Yeah. It kind of was a bad beat last night if you actually, the, the way closed. <laughs> Once it goes to overtime, and again, both teams are in with a tie. That's
6: why I tweeted gentleman's agreement. I mean, that's I'm, if I'm the coach, one of them, I'm walking over to the guy and say, listen, you want to go through? That's the other thing. You don't know what the other guy's going to do. Mm-hmm. It's like Bob Dancer on Jeopardy. Well, they they the guy were sure. on the deal. I mean, you don't know what they're going to do. Right. But that's you think you come over and say, "Okay, if we get to overtime here, we I'll both want to again." But as I said earlier, the the wrench was if the Raiders tied, they'd have they have to go to Kansas City. Uh-huh. And it
5: was a bloodbath in both games. Both games, yeah. They also got beat but, by 19 here in at home against another, Cincinnati. Sure, that's another good sure. point. And again, they, now they're it's all coming out from last night. They were actually going to play for the tie if Jacobs does not break off that run. And I'm convinced, and he broke it off after the timeout. I'm convinced the Raiders were going to run the ball in the line out of the shotgun and just call call it a game and walk off the field. Still could have broke it, though. They can't stop the run. No, no, I'm saying but I mean, it would have been like playing it careful, here you go, and if he gets tackled like after a yard or right at the line of scrimmage, then it would have been best case scenario for both teams because then they're both in the playoffs. That's
6: why some of this is unfair, though. Like, the Raiders just didn't change their mind and then take a shot deep and complete it. They still ran the ball, and they still ripped off a 10-yard carry. Correct.
5: All right. Uh, you can join the playoff action with the Supercuts Fantasy Super Series. Play free fantasy football and basketball in this eight-part contest series and compete for a cut of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Supercuts now to get in on the action. It's not just any haircut. It's Supercuts. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. We will start to preview the national title game tonight with professional sports better brad powers he'll recommend some player props on the game coming up here on follow the money it's v the sports betting network
4: follow the money on v the sports betting network
6: what do you want from your sports book? Great odds, personalized promotions. About a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And if you're looking to bet big, PointsBet Diamond Clubs and an invite-only premier betting experience. Visit PointsBet.com to request access and start earning Diamond Club benefits like personalized promotions and exclusive access to tickets and events. Sign up for PointsBet today and live your bet life. Well, right back little to game tonight. Georgia laying two and a half, fifty-two and a half, 52 and and Brad Powers joins us to uh, break it down. Props, side, and total. BradPowersSports.com and at BradPowers7 on Twitter. Do you think it helps, uh Georgia here that they get the, uh, the rematch so soon after what happened in the SEC title game?
3: You know what I do? I mean, obviously, playing against Nick Saban, I would never probably use the word ideal uh, uh, when, when you're going up against the, the best of all time, but with that being said, I mean, if you're looking at the two teams that, and comparing what team makes more adjustments, I would expect it to be Georgia because a lot of the, what they did didn't work out, especially in the final, you know, 35, 40 minutes of that game after they jumped out to a lead on top of it. I mean, we're, we're going to kind of see a little bit of a different Alabama team without John Metchie at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. A couple of their offensive linemen are banged up and a couple of guys in the secondary also got banged up in that semifinal against Cincinnati. So uh, I, I do expect that uh, we're not going to see Alabama, in my opinion, win by 17. So I, I, I actually think Georgia is the sharper of the two sides here. I think Georgia takes on the national championship and covers that two and a half. Oh yeah!
6: Wow! Okay. Wow! Well, good point though too, because I know Sauce Gardner is a first round draft pick, but in the semifinal game when Sauce was on Williams, he had one catch. So I don't, I don't think the game. I don't think Alabama's going to have a lot of success on the ground against Georgia either. So then it's certainly what, what can Young do. Uh, through the air then?
3: Well, I mean, the biggest shocker uh, of the the first game was the performance of Alabama's offensive line, which we had just seen the previous week struggle mightily mightily against Auburn, and obviously Georgia, in many people's opinion, including myself, probably has the best front seven in college football. So the fact that Alabama was able to run the ball was kind of, a, or at least have some, a little bit of success was a shock. They're going to have to do it again. Uh, this week, because I I don't expect Alabama to have as uh, much success in the passing game as what they did in in the first matchup. So, I mean, that's going to be vital. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you look at Robinson, he had one of his best games, if not his best game of his career in the semifinal. I don't expect that to be the case tonight. Uh, So, and it also depends on Georgia needs to get after Bryce Young. They had success only when they blitzed against Alabama in that first game. They didn't have any success when when they did not blitz. So they're going to have to get pressure without blitzing tonight.
6: Okay. How about Bennett? You mentioned the 10 nothing lead early on in the SEC title game. Then he fell apart, but he was great against Michigan.
3: Oh, man. Stetson Bennett, well, obviously, when he's playing with a lead, I mean, when you look at him statistically, he's a top-10 quarterback in the country when he's playing tied or from behind especially, you know, later as the game continues to go on. I mean, he's well below average. I mean, he shows that he he proves that he's, you know, a walk-on. Here's what I'll do with Bennett. Uh, Because I think there's uh, at least some chance if he struggles early, that, you know, obviously, I mean, national championships on the line. I mean, if Kirby wants to, to win one, he's going to have to take, you know, make a bold move, maybe like his, you know, the, the, the you looked at the, what Alabama did against Georgia four years ago, switched the the, the freshman mm-hmm. to a tongue of Lois So I do think pizza bet I'm going to go under 249 and a half passing yards for Stetson Bennett, even though I like Georgia to win the game. if they do struggle and Bennett specifically struggles, I could see JP Daniels entering the lineup. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm seeing right now a number on uh, Brian Robinson rushing yards 68 and a half. Ooh. That just I mean, I mean it sounds
3: it, it, I think some people after you, you just watch the run for 200, uh, it sounds low, but I mean when you got a Georgia team giving up like 80 rushing yards per game, I mean, I thought a lot of the rushing totals that I looked at individual props looked a little high considering the competition.
5: Yeah, my first go when I saw it is uh, too high, actually. I'd go the other way. I think I would look at the under. And and that's the beauty, right, of Saban, though, Brad, down the stretch here, last two games. Yeah, right. Game planning for Georgia. That game was completely different than what he did against uh, Cincinnati.
3: I mean, especially when when you give him extra time to prep, and obviously he was expecting to face Georgia again. And his army of analysts that, I mean, nobody else in college football Um, has. I mean, (laughs) their off-the-field staff is incredible. Yeah, you don't know. It's almost like Belichick in the Super Bowl. You don't exact. You know he's going to do something different. He's just, I mean, finding out how he's going to attack it. I mean, it can either mean you can have a very profitable prop market, or you're going to miss the boat.
6: Any other props you're looking at? Uh, Interesting things here. Good menu at Circa. Uh, There'll be a big menu at other places. Mm -hmm. Anything that stands out to you?
3: Well, I'll be honest with you I you know not only a full game attacking Georgia but you know derivative market I'm gonna play Georgia in the first half uh, I mean uh, to me when you look at the four previous meetings between Kirby smart and Nick Saban even though Georgia is 0 and four full game as far as losing these games mm-hmm. you had a, the cumulative score in the first half and they're plus 17 against Alabama so uh, to me uh, if you're scared of you know Alabama maybe being in Georgia's head, uh, it hasn't been the case at least early on in the game. And I expect Georgia to come out with their hair on fire, like we saw against Michigan. So Georgia minus one the first half. Prime. If you're asking me full game or first half, I'd, I'd prefer Georgia minus one first half.
6: Yep. As always, shop around too. I'm seeing Stenson uh, Bennett touchdown passes over one and a half. And I'm seeing also two and a half too. Although the two and a half is going to be heavily juiced mm-hmm. to the under. Can you uh, expand on a tweet you had yesterday? I thought it was very good. Uh, you know, a lot of people were coming after Billy the Kid because he didn't hedge and put more on Kansas City in Survivor. It worked out for him. Uh, but there, what this Hannibal Barca did in Survivor, this is unfortunate. The guy was in first and in third place, two different entries. First place is a million, second place is 350000 He used the same plays on both cards. He lost.
3: Yeah, by, by half a point. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all he had to do was play opposite, you know, exactly what, you know, the guy that was in second and, and third had pretty much a uh, He played opposite picks and, and correctly took home uh, the, the million dollars. Uh, you know, I don't know the guy personally and, and I don't want to be too harsh, but I, it was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in, in a contest setting. So I, I just, I, I am a loss for words that how that was played uh, with that much money on the line. I don't know his financial situation. Maybe I mean, he's a multimillionaire and didn't care, you know, one or the other, but I'm guessing that's not the case. And I just, I, I just, all all he had to do was play opposite picks and he would have taken home a million dollars. Unbelievable
5: to me. It, no, no. Is that exactly what you would have done before, the, you know, you had to put your picks in exactly what Derbify did? You put five bets on one of your entries and then the, you'd go the exact opposite on all five Wait on the other one?
3: Uh, I don't know if I'd have done all five, but it would have been at least three. At least three. Uh, I probably would have done all five, though. I mean, because considering where he was at, I mean, you're guaranteed what two, two and two to three points probably. So, uh, I mean, so yeah, I probably would have done that method. I thought he did the correct game theory.
6: I give the guy give Five credit. He did his homework. He realized the guy used the same picks the entire year. Sure, on both cards, and he's like, he's going to do it again he did the right thing. So. And he won a million dollars. Great job all season. Great to talk to you. Excellent job. Thanks, Thank Brad.
3: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Enjoy yep. the game tonight. You bet. Brad me Powers.
6: Too. I couldn't believe that. I can't, I can't believe it. You know, one of the lucky covers he got, too, was the Bills. Bar- Barca. Otherwise, is yeah. he sitting at 0-5? Take the guaranteed, too.
5: You got worst case. That's what Der- Derbify did the right thing. It's okay, so the he, opposite. Paulie, in all honesty, you brought this up uh, probably a good month ago on this show. I couldn't <clears> believe <throat> it. He was doing it every week. And you were screaming, okay, holy hell, Like it's time. Like You can't do this, buddy. Yeah. And he kept winning games because his selections were so good. But then really, it did make sense going back to like week 17 or specifically this week to where you need to tinker a little bit. I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to have another 4-1 or a 5-0 oh somehow and take the whole yeah, thing. I don't want. Yeah, first and
6: second. But it's so top. That's one of the reasons he can't do it. It's so top-heavy. First place is you're in first and third. First place is a million. Second's three hundred fifty thousand. Use the same picks on both cards.
5: Yeah.
6: Brad was harsh, but he's right. I mean, it's just it's lunacy, you know. And that's people. You know, people giving Billy a hard time, and I know he gave the middle finger to the gambling gods, and it worked out for Billy. And we'll talk to him tomorrow in studio again. Good for him. He wins one point five million. That's just that's ridiculous. Well, okay, you so you, gotta, you know, if you, you have any
5: questions. You're not playing for milk and cookies. Talk to somebody. Yep. Not only did Derbify do his research. Oh, yes, he did. But when he actually saw the picks that were put in then by Hannibal Barca, he, had been, he must have been doing backflips right? even before the results came in. Now, right. he right. knows like, there's a chance here that this guy's going to scoop like first and second if they go red hot like that. But if not, then I'm sitting pretty here. I mean, it was just uh, every week down the stretch, same five plays.
6: Unfortunate. I there. I, guess I you
5: can't. You just. You
6: gotta. Oh boy. Yeah, he's gonna get. I don't know. Brad's right. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe he's worth ten million. But that. That's no. Sure. Just. But that's also reeks of greed. I mean, you can't. You, yeah. what, are you, what are you trying
5: to do here? Yep. I want to win first and second. I mean, you got a six hundred fifty thousand dollar difference. Oh, he, he, that guy. Unfortunately for him, he's going to be getting destroyed in the betting community. Like today, this week wasn't ready yesterday, and that part stinks. Um Up next, we'll discuss NFL coaches getting whacked and we'll expand on the contest update. Think about what had to happen to win survivor pools with this huge favorite over the weekend. That's coming up next.
2: Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
4: Follow the money on v the sports betting network.
6: What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life, and when you bet with points, bet you get great odds and great payouts, all on a faster, reliable book. Download the app now and use code decent 2 k to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Must be 21. Great promotion. Get
5: up there. So we did have Billy Chippis in studio last week. Again, you mentioned this earlier, Paulie. He's going to be on the show tomorrow, and uh, I thought he made an excellent appearance on the show last week, and he made a mistake as well, right? Yes. Okay, Uh, we'll get to that coming up in a second. But just imagine what the emotions were like for him, and he watched the game right here at Circa at the very end or near the end there of the Chiefs-Broncos game. I mean, Gordon, this is right here you go with the video, for those of you watching it. They get the first down, bam, game's over with celebrating, and at that point he knew that he was going to walk away with at least $1.53 million. How great is that, too? There's, there's Derek
6: high-fiving and excited for him. And, I mean, how great, you get to hang out with the owner, uh, rub elbows, shake hands, and celebrate, and Derek's, uh, that, that's great. He's it's a awesome. great guy. Yep. The Yes, when you're talking about life-changing money, you have to lock in a profit, uh, but he he never hedged. And forget wow. about hedging. Like He's a man of his word, too. He bet the
5: Chiefs on the alt line. He bet that as well. Here you go. This was Derek Stevens telling everybody what Billy was going to do last week on the Nightcap.
4: I want to talk a little bit about Circus Sports customer service because we thought Billy he was going to come in and hedge a little bit. You okay. know? He goes, that's not my style. He specifically asked for a new alternate point spread to be posted by Circus Sports, which Chris Benner and Matt Metcalf did today. And we posted Kansas City Chiefs minus 20 and a half. Ooh. It's plus 245 right now. Ooh, so he's all in. And on top, 247 said, I'm not hedging. I want to take Kansas City. I'm going to
5: lay 20 and a half points. So he doubled down. <laughs> C- clearly <laughs> going in and based on what happened, I mean, e- even without the results, right, it was a mistake. Yeah, well, you, well, it, you it, nailed the two. You take the 11 and a half. That's the point, right? Yeah. You could have grabbed the 11-and-a-half and then just done a yeah. It's a total scoop job then. Yeah. So, but... But it's at halftime,
6: too. I feel, but he wasn't right. wasn't his style. But you're right, the roller coaster. Put, put yourself
5: in his shoes for a second oh, there. God. As the Broncos are ready to go in for a touchdown, right? And their running game was very good again. And Gordon had a, had a very yeah. solid game. Yeah. And it's, it's the perfect storm. A perfect hit. The scoop and score goes the other way. Like 90 yards are in that territory. But suddenly... The Chiefs are going to be down by eight, potentially, to now in command of the game. And then, of course, you, you just know that Vic Fangio is going to do you another favor yes! and kick the field goal.
6: Got Fangio on the other side, right? Yeah, you know, fourth and nine's tough. Yeah, you know, against, right, <laughs> Mahomes, he didn't see the ball. The roller coaster, I can't imagine. 1.5 million on the line. I thought the personal foul, roughing the punter, was a huge call at the time. It's 7 nothing Kansas City. The Broncos are going to go three and out again. Yeah. Chiefs are getting the ball. That leads to a touchdown. hmm. That was big. They scoop and score. You're right. They're going to be up eight late in the game. Fangio kicking the field goal. They still have the lead. They're up four. And then, the, right, I mean, immediately the big play. And then they're deep in Denver territory. Correct. They come on. And then, still a chance, right? Because they're up four. It's third down and long. Can the Broncos get a stop? Would Fangio go for the win? Who knows? You know, it's like, would Fangio go for two if they scored to go up seven and make it nine? Well, it's Fangio, no chance. But still, maybe there's a chance Fangio goes for the win and they couldn't stop block. if they get the ball back 31-24, but then he finds Kelsey and they just take the knee and it's over.
5: I thought Billy actually brought up the best point of all of this last week. He said, and he admitted, how big of a break did I catch? Because the league announced that the Chiefs were going to play the early game, the very first game of the week on Saturday. Imagine if it was flipped and they put the Titans game on Saturday afternoon and the Chiefs yeah. played, you know, on Sunday morning. I don't know. Maybe Reed says, okay, calling off the dogs here. We're not going to – there's no reason for us to play. We're going to approach like a bye week. Because he
6: put his – He still had – ten. he didn't want to use them. He still had Tennessee, but didn't want him because they already right.
5: lost to him. Right. And, well, then but, – but also on top of it, Derek did this special – you know, option at the very end of the season, if you held on to either one of the Super Bowl teams from last year, Tampa or KC, then you would get part of a million-dollar bonus. If you were the only one to do it, you'd get the whole million dollars. They split it three different ways because he had the Chiefs, another contestant had the Chiefs, and one person had the Buccaneers, which that that was a little hairy there for, yes, for, for a good minute. Yes,
6: third you quarter, know? that's up in the air, right? 13 straight road wins in the division for the for the Chiefs. Uh, how about the Washington game? One guy also had Washington. That's 12-7 in the fourth quarter. Bingo. <laughs> now, Joe Judge, all of a sudden, well, okay, I'm going to be aggressive. Now, final game. He went for it a couple times on fourth down. It's 12 nothing. He goes for it. Fourth and six, I think it was, from midfield. And Fromm picks it up.
5: And, all, uh, all that had to happen. The, yeah. tit- the Titans game. That's, that's a three-point game with two minutes? Because, again, like, T- Tanny Hill's making, T- Tannehill was so good yesterday. He, he made every big play when it mattered most. And if he doesn't do that, like, they, they kept expanding the lead. Then here comes Houston, and there's another score by Tennessee. And wait a second, Davis Mills with his third touchdown pass. So if it wasn't for those plays for, you know, done by Tannehill, the Texans absolutely have a shot to pull that game off. 20, it was 21 nothing Tennessee. Thought they are going to run them out. A lot of fight. By the uh, Texans. Mills so, played well, got him back in it. Yep. So the, the one gentleman, yeah. Chris Piper, he's actually a local. And we're planning on having, having him on the show tomorrow as well. I think he was here with the son yesterday. He had Washington, Price, uh, correct? Is that the guy who had Washington? I believe so, right, because he okay. used he did not have a lot of great options for this week. Oh. So it was squeaky bum time for him a little bit when it was 12-7 for sure. Yep. The two with the Chiefs. I mean, come on. I, I, I think... Uh... A lot of, yeah, everyone, you could have used the
6: Saints, too, if you wanted to. And that turned out to be easy. I was surprised by that. Saints had no problems.
5: Now that's 24-6 at and, halftime. And, and Hill got hurt. They had to bring yep. in Simeon. And when Simeon first came into the game, he was very effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, did, I lost that game because I had the under several ways so did I. That was, on that, that was, game. Yeah. And at halftime, you just knew that that wasn't going to last. Mm-hmm. But so that, and again, like we talked about the Brad Powers, the leading entry for the Circa Millions, he has... He was number one and number three going into the week. And he used the same exact play, so he did not finish first. No, nope. They had a bad week. Didn't hey. get second either. No, no, that stings, man. You're first and third, and you get third. And uh, Derbify
6: wins it, and then by doing the opposite, he wins it, gets a million dollars, and the other entry finished 10th. I'd uh, love
5: probably. to be in his shoes one day. Uh-huh. It's very easy to criticize. And, again, he is going to get his fair share of it this week. There's no question. But still cashing out. Where did you guys finish? Blew it, 60th. Had two shots at it. Get the cash. Nothing in the money.
6: No. Follow the money, not in the money. We were 21st with three weeks left. Couldn't get there. I had the Rams yesterday. That felt good. Thank you, McVeigh. 17, nothing. Can't cash. I had the Chiefs the last two weeks. Everyone was on the Chiefs. That's the other thing about Billy. Everyone, but there was like a $250,000 oh, $250, yeah. bet laying the points at points bet. Everyone liked the Chiefs. Top five consensus play. Uh, just just couldn't get a break or uh, a coin flip to go our way
5: down the stretch. Well, again, tough. Think about that. They they were the look ahead number was KC three. I was I, I bet right. that yeah. last right. week. I was very fortunate, actually, two weeks ago. Whenever, yeah, I was very fortunate to cash that. I thought I was dead in the water. Chiefs might cover if there's another play. If Denver has another timeout, who knows? Maybe they bunch it and go up eleven. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Oh, that that first down though was all. I mean. Once they actually oh, completed know. that yeah, pass, right, that's right, it. right, they, right. But I mean, it. just to celebrate that at that point. But for the three hours leading up, your stomach—what would your stomach oh. be like? The anxiety. <sighs> oh, I mean, you knew God. it early on. Oh yeah, uh, Mike
6: I'd... Paul. I mean, Mike Palm used the Harry Carey line. There's trouble here, Sherry. I mean, there was. It's like, wait a second. Drew Locks moving the ball. Here. He was. They can't stop him. Correct. They, they're killing him on the ground. Uh oh. Hmm. Then, then the Hill news. Hill got hurt in pregame warmups. Yep. Like oh my god, how many be- tough shots beats can he take? Another punch to the gut, another punch, mm-hmm. and then go, the Gordon fall. Couldn't believe it. Not only does he fumble, they pick it up and run it in. Oh, biggest break you're ever gonna get. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you you nail it though. It's just good for him. He's a nice guy, uh, but that's don't don't do what Billy did. Life changing money. You gotta lock in a profit.
5: I, I actually do think that some people would agree with his theory on not hedging at all. Oh, you got to hedge. I probably, I, I would have, have been hedging to. down the stretch. Yeah, you have to. Yeah,
6: they're going to let you the same place. they will let you hedge. I mean, they'll take two hundred thousand on a money line. They'll sure, do,
5: Derek said they take five hundred thousand. They now he did but say that, that he not was going to do that much, but he did say he was going to bet every other team on the money line that these contestants that, had. Yes, he did. We can get a f- update on that too. So I wonder how much the that location. parlay paid. Yeah, hopefully he was able to get down, you know, a nice chunk, five figures, on something like that. The Tampa was weird too. That went from sixteen to eight. And then I think went off 11, 11,
6: 11 yeah. and a half or so.
5: Well, I mean, how oh, good was our guest last week, Ira Kaufman, who covers Tampa? Sure. He nailed everything. Uh-huh. Oh, he's like, oh, they're not I'm fooling around. Brother. Yep. They're, they're playing this whole thing. Got the two. They want the two seed. Yep. All right, it's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. More on the national title game coming up next. Professional sports better Paul Stone on the program. What's his best bet for tonight? We'll talk to him about it coming up here on Follow the Money. It's v the Sports Betting Network.